Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. In the heart of ancient Rome, General Alex Jones of InfoWars stood at the forefront of a defining battle. The odds being heavily stacked against him, the atmosphere was thick with tension. But in the heat of the clash, as hope seemed to fade, the heavens themselves offered a sign. With InfoWars.com forward slash show, thou shalt conquer. Share the link today. Here come old back top Eka Grooving slowly We got Juju Hot ball We want Holy roller We got When you have U.S. senators in both parties saying we may need to go ahead and nuke Russia first and the Russians are aware that's almost happened before what do you think that makes the Russians do? Well it makes them go into war mode so I don't like them invading Ukraine. I don't like him putting his nuclear forces on maximum alert. Only one level above that on their DEF CON, just like our system, and that's fire the weapons. And so now we have Democrats all over the news saying, let's just use nuclear weapons on Russia. Think of their ignorance. Russia has hundreds of submarines off our coast with sea-launched missiles that would vaporize our cities within five minutes on average of being launched. Sea-launched cruise missiles that fly at Mach 5. Land-launch systems they can also launch from ships that are at Mach 9 and cannot be shot down. And, and yes, the United States has those too. That's a Pentagon lie that, that Russia developed systems that we don't have. It's on record the U.S. has those systems. The point is it's called mutually assured destruction or mad for a reason because anyone that would violate the mad doctrine is insane. And you know, I'm on the side of not having a nuclear war, especially when Russia's not starting a fight with us, and especially after we just heard for years that everything happening in this country is run by Russia when that was all a giant lie. The globalists are the outside evil force. The satanic New World Order is betting against humanity. They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down into the ashes of history. But the trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, who have decided that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfastly continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, and we put our destiny in the hands of God. Because it's been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us? Hello, this is Hank Hill, and I'm telling you what, you need to listen to Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> InfoWars.com, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
If you don't watch it, you're gonna end up like Jason Adderley's boy. Deal me out this hand, Jason. I'm about to bust. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought this was the bathroom. Oh, good lord! Scanning. Control. Manipulate scientific data. Take over. Blast. Control. World government. Shut down infrastructure. Ship everything to China. Just look at this person. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. And we're live. On this Tuesday, October 17th, 2023 Global Transmission. That's some real breakthroughs in understanding what's going on. I'm really almost at a loss for words how important things are. We'll be right back to everybody you know and people you don't know. Tune in. That's how we break the blockade of the enemy if censorship. You are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. It's Alex Jones. The most banned network in the world. We are live broadcasting worldwide on this Tuesday, October 17th. 2023 transmission. And I was already intending to come in here today and make a very important point, an observation I made around the country and around the world. And I noticed when I look through the hundreds of news articles that they print out and stack before me to go through, that it's a theme that organically is also in a lot of other people's focus right now because there's a lot of clarity. Trump is surging, not just here in the United States, but all over the world to messianic levels because people hate the system. They see the system persecuting Trump and their attempts to gag him and lie about him and demonize him Every time they do it, he only goes up more points. He's over 70% of the field now in the upcoming Republican primaries against 10 other candidates. 70%. It was 60% a month ago. He's 20 to 30 points ahead of Biden, even in their mainline skewed polls where they oversample Democrats 10 to 15, 20 points, depending on their methodology. And I see it on the street. I see it at grocery stores. I see it when I travel around the country. I was on a secret mission last week that has been postponed a few weeks until it uh, is released. I'll just leave it at that. It's going to be even bigger than it was going to be. But I've been all over the country. And I've been to Mexico recently. And I've, I've been all over. And I talk to people all over the world. And you see the numbers here. And you see whenever... Letitia James, the Soros DA, or any of these creatures 
who've been trying to gag Trump do their little press conferences and their announcements about how he's guilty and how he's a criminal. On Twitter, on Instagram, I spent a lot of time reading the comments. I read the, the other night, it had about a million views. It was like 900-something thousand. It's only been out a few hours. And it was uh, Letitia James, the New York AG. And I, I got mesmerized. And my wife was getting mad at me because she wanted me to watch a movie with me because with her because the, my, my daughter had gone to bed. And I just said, I got to keep reading. Sorry. So I read probably 30, 45 minutes or longer. It's almost embarrassing. I read that long and just a comment string and didn't find one comment for Letitia James. And the comments were, you globalists are criminals. You're a crime syndicate. George Soros put you in. You should go to prison. You should be ashamed of yourself. And they were just so informed. Some of the comments were like, a page long, and I was just speed reading, and I could speed read. Just, uh, 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 uh. I was like, oh, where, where, where are the attacks? Uh, 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 uh. And, and I saw this phenomenon a few years ago when I was on Joe Rogan, and they attacked the, the, the show on the National News and said, Jones lied and said that Bill Gates said on a national NBC show that 80% of people in the first rollout trial of the Pfizer shots, they did live trials, when it officially rolled out, had serious adverse reactions. And Jones also lied and said that AP and Reuters reported majority of global polio caused by UN polio program run by Bill Gates. And so I just put a video together of Bill Gates from NBC News and then those articles, just right there, Joe put it out on his Instagram. Last time I checked, it had like 15 million views. And that was years ago. And I read for hours, and there was no one supporting Bill Gates. I mean, I read probably 500 comments. There was like 50,000 comments the first day, 100 and something the next. I, you couldn't even look at it all. I was just scanning, scanning, scanning. No one. So these globalists are not popular, and I do a lot of the grocery shopping. And I like to do it because I get the things I want that people tend to forget to get. And I know what everybody else wants. And when I go to the grocery store, my daughter always points out there's just like giant bags of foods and a few bags my wife goes. And uh, so I was in the grocery store about an hour Saturday. And when Trump first got elected, I'd go to that grocery store and I'd probably shake, when it was busy, it was really busy, H-E-B, I'd probably shake 20 hands but I would have two people say you're a Russian agent or things along those lines to get in my face. Usually about two. And now it's been a year, and I've only been confronted three times by leftists. Period. Now, when I was in the grocery store for an hour Saturday, I probably shook every other person's hand that I walked by. That's why it took so long. I could have done it in like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But old, young, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, trendies, you name it. Oh, you're so right. The globalists are poisoning us. Oh, I apologize. I didn't used to believe you. And I was just, okay, great. Thank you. I'm taking pictures, taking pictures. I probably took pictures with, let's not exaggerate, 40 people. And by the way, whenever I talk about this, media matters and the left panic and say, Jones is lying. He's not popular. I think I'm going to go to the grocery store with a hidden camera. 
Like, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to go with a hidden camera down to uh, 6th Street soon, and I'll just show you all the young college kids what happens. I will be mobbed. I mean, quite frankly, I'll have women trying to tear my clothes off. And, 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 and I don't say that to, to act cool. I'm going to do that. I don't, I mean, you've seen us out in the armored vehicle a few weeks ago. We went on that thing five years ago and got flipped off by every, you know, 10th person. Got a lot of yay Alex Jones's too, but we got a lot of hate. Drove around for an hour and a half, put out almost all the video. One person said F you. One person. Everybody else was like, yay, Alex Jones, oh, I did death of the New World Order. Yeah, get Fauci, get Gates. So when I get up here, I'm not again bragging to people. I'm not tooting my horn. I want you to know that you're not a public figure, which is a big positive. There's a lot of negatives being a public figure. You have your anonymity, at least with the general public, not with Big Brother. So you feel alone because you're not interfacing with people, and most folks aren't telling you their politics. But I'm here to tell you, the globalists have screwed the pooch. And it has definitely happened even more so with Trump. I, I can't tell you how many leftist neighbors that are in my neighborhood now that when I'm out with my daughter riding bikes or out playing soccer, our yard's not that big, so there's a little field close by a little park. Nothing but love. Nothing but apologies. Nothing but you're right. And so... That's what I want the system to know. And, and you can see it everywhere. I mean, Trump's 20 points or more ahead of Biden. That's never happened in a modern election. Where the Republican frontrunner is 20 points ahead of the Democrats. Usually they got a huge lead. It's six points. And the real number's a lot higher. Because, <laughs> again, they, they oversample, depending on the methodology, 10, 15, or 20 points in those. So I'm going to play a lot of Trump clips here in a moment. Big, obviously, Middle East news, World War III news, big economy news, massive euthanasia news. I want to focus on open border news, how in Europe and the U.S. they are paying massive dividends, the illegal aliens, the invaders to come here. Chicago's giving $9,000 a month to, quote, migrant families. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and paid a local shelter just last month. $7.2 million. $7.2 million in one shelter. So the business of catering to these people is uh, also a, a big deal. And again, it's the globalists locking down the third world, organizing the refugee centers, promising them all these free goodies that gets them here. That's what's causing the massive surge with what the Democrat Party hopes are they're going to be their new voters and a permanent underclass, same exact paradigm, same non-governmental organizations, NGOs in Europe that are running the very same invasion. But on the Trump front, I walked in this morning to write my headline, and then I was looking at the stack, and I saw what I was going to say everywhere else, which is good because that means people are getting it. And we all get on the same page without even talking to each other. That's when you know there's a real accelerated Great Awakening happening. Here's a Zero Hedge article. It's very important. I'm going to have a post on Infowars.com by Tyler Durden. Trump is surging. And then it goes through all the numbers. It's a big article. Here's another one. Donald Trump gag order imposed by judge. Trump does not have the right to say and do exactly what he pleases. Well, he hasn't been doing that. 
not been contacting your jurors. No, he's been saying when the when when when, when the court and, and the and the and the AG and the and the lawyers are all lying about him, he's saying you're a pack of liars. And and what made him uh, put out this new federal gag in D.C. about this Obama judge? DOJ prosecutor working on special counsel Jack Smith's team is a massive Democrat Party political operative and donor. Now, that's illegal. And Jack Smith, remember, in the last month tried to make it secret who his prosecution team is. Why not? They're already finding him civilly guilty without jury trials in New York and other areas. I told everybody what that happened to me last year. Said they're coming for you next. (laughs) They, for whatever reason, they they test things on me. So whatever you see happen to AEJ, happening to John Doe and Sally Soccer Mom next. So we're going to get to that. Uh, former president, natural ones were safe that he pushed. The one he got set up with, with Pfizer and Moderna was not. Trump is not that big an expert on medical issues. He's very smart culturally. He knows he's got a lot of smarts I don't have. But, man, when it comes to medical stuff, he just doesn't know. But but I'm not being an apologist. It's just a fact that I've basically observed. So we're going to get to some of these clips here in just a minute. But, man, it's just an incredible time to be alive. And and these are the type of tweets and Instagram posts I see and what I'm told in the street. Uh, We are screwed, says on Twitter. I live in New York City. Just about every person I meet or interact with is a Trump supporter. The only place I find people that hate Trump is on a social media. Social media isn't a real place. I have my doubts about the national feeling towards Trump. I think he's overwhelmingly loved. Yeah, but we're gaslit by the national media who has waning power. They're a shadow of a shadow. But still, people are isolated, so we don't realize that. I mean, I, I would have to say 70% of the public now knows Trump is being persecuted for us and that he's a good person, that we're all being screwed. At least 70%. And that is just a gigantic majority. And the deep state is in a total panic mode. So there's always not the silver lining, but the poison lining. These are big clouds of freedom, the storm. But the poison lining is that the establishment, the Harvard royalty, the, the, the blue blood twits, who believe they have a right to rule us and they really have it out for us in every way, they believe they own us and they are not going to give up. And they're turning the whole world against America. They're running the country in the ground at exceedingly dangerous speed. And it's insane. We'll be laying all that out today. We have several big guests as well. So I want to get to some of these Trump clips here in a moment, but we really need to be focusing on what is the deep state going to do? Well, they're going to stage massive false flags and blame it on Trump supporters. That's why they've already preconditioned that, oh, it's imminent. Trump supporters are going to take out the power grid for the cyber attack working with the Russians. Totally made up. No evidence. But that's who they're going to blame, both their main enemies the American people in Russia. And then they're going to stage a bunch of other big events, mass shootings, bombings, you name it. I predicted five weeks ago, 
massive attacks on Jews around the world, particularly Israel. You saw that happen. Because I could see the pre-programming here. They knew full well Hamas was getting ready to hit. And so that message was put out that, you know, get behind the globalist agenda because attacks on Israel are going to happen. I mean, they, they, they show their hand. And I don't mean the Jews or the Israelis. I'm saying the globalist in general show their hand when they do this. But notice what's happening. First, it was a rainstorm, so the Israelis didn't get in and, 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 and really step into a trap. Into, into Gaza. Uh, but now, for some reason, they're still holding back. And that's for a lot of different reasons. But Netanyahu thought when they allowed that attack to happen on Israel, which is confirmed, we got huge evidence coming up, videos, you name it. And the majority of Israelis in major newspapers agree with that. So if you want to claim the anti Semitism you know, thing of I'm criticizing, I criticized our government in a clear standout on 9 11. I don't blame the American people, I blame the criminals that were in there. And then it doesn't mean I support expanding cancerous Islam. I don't hate Muslims individually, but their countries are not tolerant. They take over. They make you convert, or they basically kill you. And they are having five, five six babies on average. And they're everywhere saying they're going to conquer us. So I don't want Israel running America. I don't want the Muslims running America. I don't want China running America. I don't like any of this crap. And it's real simple. I like how we run America, and, and I think anybody who really thinks hard on that, whether you're Muslim or a Christian or a Jew or a Catholic or an agnostic or a Hindu or a Buddhist, that, come on, no. We should be very territorial about our country, or, or we don't have a country, and we've not been territorial, so we're losing all our basic freedoms and our sovereignty and being run in the ground. Let me do a program note here, uh, just because I want to make, make this point. I love working with uh, Stephen Crowder and his great crew. And I was in the car last night, left about 8 o'clock, to drive up there and host his show for him today. He wanted me to host it for him while he was in court, family court stuff. And I felt really bad. And I, and I said, you know, I don't have a fever, but Rob Dew was riding with me. And I said, he was driving. And I, and I usually like to work in the car and do stuff. And I just said, I laid down. I felt nauseous. And I said, you better turn this thing around. And then we had to pull over the side of the road, and I just threw up everything in my stomach. And uh, I don't think it's a bug because and I really get food poisoning, but I left the lasagna out um, Sunday night. Told my wife I'd clean up. She never even asked me to, but I, I like to do it so she can put my daughter to bed. And uh, I left it out, and I figured I don't leave out a lot of stuff, but I figured the next morning, oh, that's still good. And I threw it in the refrigerator and took more pieces of it and ate it at 2 o'clock yesterday when I got off here. And that's what it was. And so I am fully cleansed, both ends here. Uh, but I really thought I might have a bug, so I didn't go to Crowder's. And I called them last night and said, hey, I'm sick. I got a stomach bug. And then I pop on today, and I'm here. And they, you know, they'll be saying, well, that's weird. I'm still a little out of it, a little queasy. I may have to, <laughs> right before we went on air, I was going to go live at the very start. I had to run off real quick there to some promos because uh, – I, uh, uh, well, anyways, I'm not going to get any graphic details, but the uh, other end is flushing out right now. So, and so if suddenly I say, Hey, go to a promo. It's because, uh, wild horses couldn't drag me away. I love being on air and also missed four shows last week. So I apologize for that, but that's probably more time we need to spend on that, uh, than we've already spent too much time. Uh, so there's, uh, so there's that going on. 
Okay. Uh, the moral of the story is, if it's questionable, throw it out. If it's questionable, throw it out. But my house is like, I was keeping it like 68 degrees right now. I love a cold house. It's like a refrigerator already. Man, but I'm definitely in the summer or something. I wouldn't leave food out over the night and eat it the next day. But whatever. Once bitten, twice shy. I haven't had food poisoning in probably 10 years. So that'll definitely teach you a lesson. Woo, a lot of fun. Okay, so let me go to break here, and I'm going to reset and refocus. And then we're going to come back and get into the military news, then the euthanasia news, the economy news, and more. And I'm going to really take the gloves off when we come back. So I'm going to just tell it like it is. And I was intended to take the gloves off today on Crowder's show, which is huge. I really resent the fact that I was a dumbass and ate spoiled lasagna. So we're going to uh, go to break and uh, come back, and we're going to plunge into all of this and tie it together. And I'm really just going to ask the globalist a question on air. I understand you're controlled by Satan. I understand it's a spiritual thing, but a lot of you are not completely turned over to the devil or the, the, the spirit of destruction, the spirit of failure and betrayal, and you're, you, you, you just want to be part of the power structure. You are hated, and no amount of censorship and no amount of intelligence agencies and no amount of false flags are going to help you. Just like always before, they indict somebody, they resign. Only makes Trump go up. When you when you blow up the black churches and shoot up the, the black facilities and blow up the synagogues and blow up the federal buildings and turn the power off, we all know you did it, okay? So let's just get that straight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just don't try it, you murdering trash. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War of the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book, and just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the Info War. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. My fellow... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Discover trends and global developments years before they happen right here on The Alex Jones Show.
Alex Jones, very honored, very blessed, very humble to be here. Just like gravity, you are what holds me in position against the enemy. Only your will will continue this operation. This operation belongs to you. It's yours. You built it. You summoned it. You released it. You empowered it. You are the info war. Bring it all to me! All right, uh, this is some heavy stuff, and I'm going to get to it right now, and then I'm going to get into military news next segment. But put simply, and it's a complex issue, the globalists fear death, and they have a lot of anxiety about death, and then they try to make a friend of death, and they attempt to become death. So they have a two-pronged attack or pincer operation or a vice or jaws. Their main project is discovering life extension technologies and using the world population of plants, animals, humans, you name it, to discover the secrets of the universe and to develop godlike powers. And if you look at the technological prowess that humans have developed in the last hundred years, it completely dwarfs all of our developments in the previous 10,000. And the developments now that happen in a year dwarf what were developed in the previous decade, and that's what they call the singularity. But if you look at every actual derivation of that type of event, it leads to destruction and the Atlantean scenario long before you get to that point. Instead, we have a cascade of little singularities in the financial markets and things like that, in military weapons, in news and information. The globalists have a problem because we have such incredible technology that we basically have already have unlimited energy, and they have a real oligarchical feudal lord mindset that they have a disdain and hate for the public, even though most of the real inventions and genius comes from the general mass. And at the same time, they want to live forever, and they want to play God, and they want to become this super sapien creature, and they've declared that the human era is over, and the rise of the cyborgs and the nanotech biological androids is here. So on one path, what I'll call their right-hand path, for their own selfishness and future and wanting to live forever, so they, quote, won't be judged by God, live forever in the third dimension, that's their main Manhattan Project squared to the 10th power, and then squared again. Massive energy, massive funding, much of their will focused on it, but then a large portion, 20% or so, 
is focused on killing everyone, killing 90% of us. Because if you want to be God, you've got to decide who lives and dies, and you want control over the masses so they can't compete with you, so they can't wrest control over your operation. So you're dumbing them down. You're poisoning them. You're dividing and conquering them. You're, 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 you're training them to be immoral and stupid and weak and easily managed. You're stunning them. So they won't struggle when you deal the death blow. They're spiritually bathing you in the black waters of hell at the river sticks before you complete your journey with Charon. So that's it. I have become death, the destroyer of worlds, Oppenheimer said after the atomic bomb successfully detonated because they had the mathematical equations knowing they could make bombs tens of thousands of times stronger. They could have the big one or the hydrogen bomb. And they could have antimatter weapons and fission fusion and artificial suns, strangelets, black holes, superconducting supercolliders on a mass scale, cyclotrons, and so much more. Well, you can't let other people have that. So you've got to have a world government to protect the earth from these dangerous technologies while you yourself develop them and proliferate them. So it's an excuse to run and control everything. Oh, we got to have world government for world peace. You've heard that over and over again. 7277, State Department Memorandum 7277, 1962. That's the plan. Carnegie Endowment, CIA operation. It's all public. So to, to end war, you got to end the family. you got to end masculinity. You've got to end humans not being factory made. So you keep some humans around, but, but they're an artificiality because you're a god. You now control their genetic development, their genetic editing, their lifespan, who they'll be allowed to mate with if so. But first, you've got to destroy the sperm count and poison the population and dumb them down so that the remnant that's left then can be resurrected after you've broken the pieces of the pot and ground them back together and added water again and then put it to the potter's wheel to make this new construction. Creative destruction. So the path of discovering godlike technology and life extension while denying the general public even to discuss these giant projects that are part of that larger project, weather control, geoengineering, nanotech, electromagnetic manipulations, poisoning of the food and water. And that's really what's happened. And no one can deny it. You can go read anything the globalists write. They actually admit it to you right there except they leave out the part that we're doing all this to get rid of you. They say we're doing this all to empower you, but there are too many of you. But give up, it's over, you're bad for the earth, and there's too many of you, and you're gross, and the future doesn't involve you. So you're not essential, crawl in a hole and die, you're a useless eater. These are all Hitler statements being regurgitated, but if it's a gay Jewish guy named Yuval Noah Harari or a weird ball-headed German supervillain named Klaus Schwab or little evil elf Bill Gates, then it's like, well, it's okay. You know, they're academics. They're non-threatening. I mean, look, Bill Gates wears pink sweaters. And I don't need to know. I, I don't have, need them to tell me. I know he's told by PR people, always be in a photo with an ice cream, wear a pink sweater, and now it's come out in the same Bankman-Fried hearings trial last week 
that they have all these witnesses where he would meet with them and say, dress dirty, act non-threatening, have different color socks. And that's what he was being advised by the CIA to do. That's all CIA operation. Uh, and so it's a camouflage. Now, that's what all this is. When these are mass murdering killers sworn to kill you and your family and all of us with you, uh, we'll be right back with my message to the globalists. Please stay with us, Infowars.com. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. A term I coined more than 20 years ago is the Atlantean moment. Whether Atlantis existed or not, it was the Greek tale of a city in the Atlantic Ocean, an island that had an incredible energy source that glowed white light and shot a pillar of light into the sky and flying machines and giant metal automatons or robots there was an explosion destroying the island and the civilization and then mankind fell back into a new dark age well whether that happened before or not it's very close to happening again here's the man who was credited with running the project to give us the A-bomb and beat the Nazis to getting the weapon in World War II, I have become death, the destroyer of worlds, Oppenheimer. He knew the world would not be the same. Few people laughed. Few people cried. Most people were silent. I remembered the line from the Hindu scripture, the Bhagavad Gita, 
persuade the prince that he should do his duty and to impress him takes on his multi-armed form and says now I am become death the destroyer of worlds I suppose we all thought that one way or another So instead of trying to save humanity, the people in control have decided to get rid of 90% of us. That's the official UN number. And then you're surprised when they poison you with nanotech and poison shots and GMO and chemtrails. And then treat us like five-year-olds. Oh, there's no geoengineering when it's giant public projects going on, spraying deadly toxins on us, radioactive isotopes, building up the soil everywhere off the charts, neurological disorders. Off the charts, 83, 84% miscarriages in the first and second trimester. New England Medical Journal and women that take the shot. I mean, it goes on and on and on and on. And then everywhere in the Netherlands and the UK and Canada and, 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 and blue states, the death industry, killing babies up to the nine months and saying, oh, we've got children that are wards of the state. If they're depressed... We decide to kill them because we're their wards. They gave consent to it. Well, you can offer a five-year-old $100,000 in cash. It's been done on a table or two Oreo cookies that cost 10 cents. They'll choose the Oreo cookies. So they convince them to be killed, and it's going on in Canada right now, and it's got IMF, World Bank, WEF pushing it. And then I've got all these clips of the head of the EU and Schwab, new ones, kind of right here in the stack, going, we've got to just cut off the resources or the earth's going to overheat. We're all going to die. No, they're killing us. They're creating the collapse and then saying it's our fault. They're creating the viruses and saying it's global warming out of the jungles. Why? Hemorrhagic fever, Marburg. It's coming. It's going to kill you. Oh, the Chinese ate bats. That's why it happened. No, you made it. You released it. You did it. That was just a test. Will we sit in our houses when they release the really deadly viruses and really kill our asses? And, of course, they'll have the cure, the antidote for themselves. This has already begun. The surveillance, the censorship, the insanity. And I don't care if you're a general or a lieutenant general. I don't care if you are a state representative. I don't care if you're an FBI agent. I don't care if you're a professor or a big fancy banker or a rock star. You are not insulated from this, and you're going to be destroyed in what these Satanists are conjuring. What they are summoning. They are bringers of death. And I remember reading what the old-timers said when I was doing research 30 years ago. Deep research, reading books every week on the subject by the top people resisting the New World Order, and it turned out they were 100% accurate the John Burt Society and all those people. Their films, their magazines, but not just them. All Those were the people that did the research and, and they were holding this thing back. And they said by 2020, they'd go into operational. And by 2030, we would be in the middle of complete collapse. Well, they're doing a really good job, aren't they? This is going to happen. Like if you're at the Grand Canyon and you got your GPS and you drive in the front gate, And only about two miles down is the Grand Canyon. And if you slam on the accelerator on your truck and you follow that road, 
to where it dead ends at the Grand Canyon, you're going to go off the edge of the thing. And we're now 100 yards from the edge of the Grand Canyon, and we're doing 60 miles an hour. If we don't slam the brakes on right now, we're dead. And so let's just be clear about that. And everybody intellectually can know that's true. You can research it, know it's true. But don't you in your gut feel the danger and see it just expanding these cauldrons of destruction, vomiting forth, erupting across our planet. There is an evil force manipulating us to destroy ourselves. And I am so frustrated of how easy it is to stop this if we just find God again and repent and then stand up and say no to everything the mainstream media pushes, everything Hollywood pushes, do the opposite. It's that simple. So look at some of these headlines. It's getting too expensive to have fun. All these big New York Times, Wall Street Journal articles everywhere. Well, that's the plan. In the West, it's getting too expensive to have fun, go to a concert, a baseball game. Well, that's because that was just there to divert you until they got the system in place. Now they're going to take it all away unless you properly submit and take all your shots and basically agree to slow euthanasia. Here's another one. George Arwell was sadistic, misogynistic, homophobic, and sometimes violent. The London Telegraph, now they're calling to ban his books. Oh, of course. Video out of New York where they're going to old grocery stores, been there 50, 60 years, and saying, well, we got new regulations. You can't sell fruit on the sidewalk on your own property and taking their food. Here's video of the European Union bank head, Christine Legrand, saying we've got to cut off everybody's resources. Another really important report I'll get to later after our guest joins us. Alex Newman of The New American does an excellent little four-and-a-half-minute breakdown of their plans, and he goes back decades ago where they said they'd cut off the food, and now they're doing it. Another clip's resurfaced of a Glenn Beck documentary that came out 10 years ago for the children where it's old people announcing on TV they're happy to commit suicide for everybody's greater good. Well, now they're actually doing that. Unexplained sevenfold variation in euthanasia rates across the Netherlands. Massive explosion in suicide around the world. Senior citizens struggle with suicide as loneliness and isolation sets in that the system is artificially imposing. Netherlands euthanizing autistic and intellectually handicapped people research finds. WEF, live and let die. Big forums on how great it is to push euthanasia worldwide. Netherlands, again, is the capital of this. Canada is the new twin capital. Netherlands to broaden euthanasia rules to cover children of all ages. And the state will order them killed. Some Dutch people seeing euthanasia cite autism or intellectual disabilities, researchers say. So they poison you, and then they tell you, just kill yourself. Canadian preparations for expanded assisted death spark debate. And then you've got all the fact checkers running around saying, well, the state's not pushing it. Yes, they are. And they're cutting off the resources and saying, but bring in more foreigners and, you know, give them thousands of pounds a month of free money and free housing in the UK. Give them $9,000 a month in Chicago to the illegal aliens. 
but there's no money for the old lady. And when we don't take care of them and we believe that you kill an old lady and you can hire 10 teachers, think of the idea. That's not how the system works. We build economies by taking care of the old people. Gives people jobs. It's all fiat currency to begin with. As long as you have industrial and food production, then the the money just flows around to build the society off of what we want to build by how we spend our money. But the globalists don't want that. They want ESG's social credit score, where they decide how you spend the money to build the system they want. It's very simple. And we're here. And they want a system of dwindling resources and euthanasia and war and death and poison shots to kill your ass. And they've begun the process now in overdrive. We'll start the next hour. We have a special guest joining us. We'll tell you about him when we get to him. And so much more. Just remember, uh, the sale is going to have to end on tomorrow. Uh, so it'll be over Thursday, and that is up to 60% off at InfoWarsStore.com on things like Rainforce Plus, the great nootropic. DNA Force Plus is discounted. Real Red Pill Plus right now. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. surging at every level after they put more gags on him in the kangaroo court in D.C. Here it is. Uh, They think the only way they can catch me is to stop me from speaking. They want to take away my voice. And a judge uh, gave a gag order today. Did you hear that on speech? Which I believe is totally unconstitutional what she did. A judge gave a gag order. A judge doesn't like me too much. Her whole life is not liking me. But uh, she gave a gag order. You know what a gag order is? You can't speak badly about your opponent. But this is weaponry all being done because Joe Biden is losing the election and losing very, very badly to all of us in the polls. He's losing badly. But what they don't understand is that I am willing to go to jail if that's what it takes for our country to win and become a democracy again. Today, a judge put on a gag order. I'll be the only politician in history that runs with a gag order where I'm not allowed to criticize people. Can you imagine this? Do you believe this? I'm not allowed to criticize people. So we'll see. We'll appeal it. 
And we'll see. But it's it's so un so unconstitutional. The good thing is we have so much support. It's incredible. So and it just just makes it even more so. Look, I'm the only guy that ever got indicted. I got indicted more than Alphonse Capone. Did anyone ever hear of Alphonse? <laughs> Al Capone, if you looked him, if you looked at him the wrong way, he was seriously tough, right? Scarface. You know, they call him Scarface. Had a little scar in there. I'm sure it was a minor accident. But he was Scarface. But Al Capone, if you looked at him in the wrong way, if he didn't like you, you looked at him a little bit askance, he blew your brains out. He was only indicted one time. I w I've been invited. I've been indicted four times. And in addition, I have the civil trials that are all coming out of the Justice Department. They've weaponized the Justice Department and the FBI. They've weaponized. Think of it, the Justice Department. This is like a banana republic. But we're going to be okay. The good news is I'm the only one that's ever been indicted where the numbers went through the roof because the people understand it. No, it's true. He challenged the election. The election was crooked. It's, uh, they're saying you'd never challenge an election. You're supposed to believe these people, right? The 51, how about the 51 intelligence agents that lied? Turned out they lied. How about the FBI Twitter files? All that stuff. All of the votes, if you look at uh, 2,000 mules, if you look at that, those are, those are tapes of people stuffing ballot boxes. Those aren't people saying those are tapes. People don't want to hear it. But, uh, no, they put a gag on her on me. And... I'm not supposed to be talking about things that bad people do. And so uh, we'll be appealing very quickly. But, you know, people understand it. And normally, if you get indicted, if you're a politician, I've watched it for years, they get indicted and they walk to a microphone about four minutes later. Ladies and gentlemen, I will be leaving office to fight for my reputation and spend time with my family. I love my family so much. You know, that they're out. They're gone. With me, I have a big platform so I can explain things. Thousands of former Nazis went to work for the United States government. A flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the army. Here is a bulletin from CBS News. President Kennedy has been shot. This is a different kind of war. The USS Liberty had just been attacked by Israeli jets and torpedo boats. The CIA could manipulate the news in the United States. They took the babies out of incubators and left the children to die on the cold floor. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just tanked We need to go into the Capitol! You will always have conspiracy theories. They are nothing but distractions. You guys censored Harvard-educated doctors. You silenced those voices. What we want to do in Davos is push the reset button. Soon as we start exposing the Great Reset, the sooner these globalists start going to prison! into the second hour of this live Tuesday, October 17th, 2023 broadcast. I am your host, Alex Jones, and I'm very, very blessed and honored to still be on air. 
only because of your prayers and your support and your spreading the word. So thank you from the bottom of my big red pumping heart for everything you've done. I salute you and thank you, InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, please don't forget before we go to our next incredibly informative, smart guest on a host of topics that we're listeners supported. So when you get a copy of my new book that starts shipping in three days, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Relaunch the Second Great Renaissance. The exact headline is Launch. Show it to you. The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalist and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. It's got a great forward by Stephen K. Bannon. It's 200 pages longer than the last book, and it's just incredible. This will blow people away. 60% of it's the globalists and their latest criminal activities and how to stop them. 40% is solutions, infowarstore.com, either signed or unsigned. The signed copy is a fundraiser. I thank you all for doing that to keep us on air. And we have the sale I've extended in the last week of up to 60% off at infowarstore.com. And the Patriot points, the auto shipping, all that right now is such a huge discount. Biggest sale in over a year. We didn't have sales this good, quite frankly, at Christmas last year, and that's usually our best sales. You can get Brain Force Plus, the over-the-top clean nootropic with lots of energy without the letdown. 60% off DNA Force Plus, massively discounted. Real Red Pill Plus, massively discounted. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, about to sell out. It's 25% off. Infowarstore.com or 888 All right. I wanted to get Viva Fry on. I've been following his work about four or five years, and he is extremely popular. Get millions of views a week with his show. He co-hosts a show with the great Robert Barnes as well, and I've been trying to get him on for a while, so he's got some time for us today, the balance of the hour, vivabarneslaw.locals.com, and he joins us uh, right now, one of the most important Twitter sites uh, to follow as well, the Viva Fry, and that's F R E I. So he's with us to get into the persecution of Trump and what that's triggered and his predictions of what's coming next. He's made some really stunningly accurate uh, forecast, and then I want to get into the war around the world and the big picture of that uh, and so much more. So Viva, it's great to have you with us uh, here today. Uh, obviously, you're a lawyer. You 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 follow this. You've got deeper knowledge than we do uh, on these topics. But Trump comes out and says, "Hey, it's illegal." Jack Smith's trying to make his prosecution team secret. Wow! And then he's also saying uh, this new gag order out of D.C. saying you can't say it's illegal that Jack Smith is hiring Democrat Party operatives and big campaign donors. Well, I mean, that is absolutely unethical. Many uh, people think it's illegal. Uh, but the fact that a president who's the front runner in a re-election, this is open election meddling in my view. This is everything they've charged him for. They're just proving it out. Or am I wrong? I don't disagree with you. Just preface it. I'm a, I'm a Quebec-trained attorney, so I'm learning as I go along here. But I have a half a functioning brain in my head, and it's patently obvious the judge uh, Chutkin in the D.C. case issued a gag order yesterday. I don't think we've seen the written um, version of the gag order just yet. And this judge is parlaying off the judge in the New York case who issues a verbal warning. Consider this a gag order. You can't attack any members of my staff, my my chief um, 
uh, clerk. And people have to understand this, like it's following a pattern. The indictment that came out of New York for the, the tax issues of the hush money payment. And everyone said, well, that's where this ends. He's finally got the indictment. And I'm like, at the time, no, this is just going to serve as the new stepping stone for all other jurisdictions out there that want to issue their wild indictments. Now they've got the precedent and they can go out with their own and they get progressively more and more absurd until it culminates in the Georgia indictment, which if anyone's read it, was uh, alleging lawful activity as part of an unlawful conspiracy. The uh, Judge Engeron, Arthur Engeron out of New York in the fraud case, the one that Letitia James has been um, pleading on Twitter on a daily basis, last week or the week before, two weeks ago, issues a gag order saying that you can't criticize or attack or, 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 or name any members of his staff. Judge Engeron obviously doesn't want the spotlight on him because eight years ago he's giving an interview to some journalists at some university and he's talking about all the tools he has in, under his belt as a judge, you know, to bypass jury verdicts if he doesn't like them, the tools to get to judgments that he likes, you know, based on his own bias if he wants to get there. And it turns out he has a clerk who's chummy chummy with, with Chuck Schumer. And of course they don't want the public knowing this. And so what do they do? They issue an idiotic gag order. However, that verbal gag order gets, you know, translated. And that set the precedent for Judge Chutkin in DC, who yesterday came up with her own unconstitutional is, is, is an understatement. It's an idiotic, um, prior restraint gag order saying that Trump can't, uh, you know, disparage, attack, criticize members of. They, he can't call Jack Smith a thug. What kind of criminal defendant, the judge says, could call the prosecutor a thug and stay out of jail? My, my, my sarcastic response was every single one of them. And that this is patently obvious on its face. What well, it is. absolutely. It's I mean, at sentencing hearings, convicted criminals get up and say, I hate you, judge. You're a criminal. People have that free speech. Uh, from what I've seen in U.S. law, and I've consulted a lot of uh, lawyers that are heavily involved in this, they say this is completely unethical and illegal what they're doing all these gag orders and they're very clearly transparently political now if trump was saying okay this jury's woman's name is sally you know jane doe and go to her house which democrats have been doing at supreme court justices houses that would be illegal that's jury tampering but to say hey this is all soros da's and judges and it's political and they all promise to destroy me and the judge says if he's emotional he just overrides juries. I mean, the number one rule I know in jurisprudence in the West is impartiality. Don't bring your emotions into it. He tells a group of law students, I do what I want. I act on emotion. I mean, that, that's like 180 degrees against the bedrock, correct? A thousand percent. If you know, He says, I have my own biases and I have some tools under my belt. But bear in mind the idea that you can't intimidate or tamper with jury members, that's already illegal. It doesn't need to be the object of a separate gag order. Uh, you know, Barnes is is a thousand percent correct on this. This is like prior restraint on speech in the absence of any actual threat, in the absence of any actual legitimate object. You know, the, in the New York case, there's no jury to intimidate in the first place. So it, it's patently obvious what they're doing right now. And they're doing it for, for reasons which become clear after the fact. Remember when Roger Stone had his trial and then after the names of the jury uh, members become publicly known, we find out that the jury four person lied 
apparently, allegedly on her application there, her form, had had social media posts critical of Stone and, and others. And these are the people that end up on the jury. And this judge basically wants to gag in advance Trump's ability to fight this in the court of public opinion. I made a joke. They're trying to Alex Jones Trump by imposing these gag orders so that if and when he violates them, they'll just strip him of his right to a defense. They'll not just send him to jail. They'll just issue a, a default verdict. And then the only trial is going to be how many years he goes to jail for. And we saw them change the law in New York with the Sybil case that's ongoing that Letitia James is running. And she's making daily attack videos, but then trying to you know, gag him there as well, trying to silence him, admonishing him. And when you pull back from that, uh, he got loans. The banks approved them. He paid the loans back. It's past the statute of limitations, but they don't care. They still just go forward with it. And then if he criticizes it, they want to silence him. This is so dangerous. And people are getting now what Trump always said. They're not coming after me. They're trying to get through me to get to you because I'm standing in the way. That is totally true. When I got defaulted in Connecticut and when I got uh, defaulted in Texas, they spent four years getting everything, threatening default. So we gave them stuff, the kitchen sink. And incredible. And then just said, you're defaulted. And we, you are now guilty. And they told the jury how guilty I was. And, and then they run these headlines. Jones refuses to pay the $1.5 million. I don't have a million dollars, personally. My company has a few million to run the operation. We're running on empty. But, but it, it's this sophomoric, not even sophomoric, it's like this, this bizarro world. Headlines, New York Times every week, everywhere. Jones refuses to pay. And they don't even discuss the fact that I have it on appeal. That is the law and my right before I pay them. It has to go all the way to the Supreme Court and be rejected or taken by them. And we're going forward. So they're, they're creating this also giant fraud on the public in newspapers everywhere in unison with a PR firm running the coordination that brags about it to put out the falsity. And so people said, oh, you're a victim. Oh, we're so sorry for you. And I said, listen, don't feel sorry for me. Just keep me on air. Keep me in the fight. They're coming after everybody. And now they just basically defaulted Giuliani. They asked for all this discovery. He said, I don't have the stuff you say I have. So she said, okay. The judge said, you're guilty now. Now we're going to a jury trial. Same thing in the Tucker Carlson case. They didn't call it, a, or not Tucker Carlson, the January 6th case where they sued a, a news corp. And, and I know I'm ranting here, but, but I want your take on this. They paid him 700 and something million dollars because the judge said, I find you defame them. I find you lie another form of default, now the jury will decide the damages. So they fully weaponized this, and there's got to be a process by the Supreme Court to stop this or Congress to pass laws, because what would you call the, the American judiciary? I mean, it's beyond weaponized, uh, Mr. Fry. It's I look. I, I wouldn't call it. I would think it's corrupt. I mean, it's it's been it's been weaponized to the point of corruption. I don't think anybody can deny that now. And I, but the thing is, I don't think people truly appreciate it. Going back to you, and you, you know, when you were first deplatformed, and everyone's like, okay, well, you know, we think we don't like Alex Jones, so we don't care. That's where it stops. And then they deplatformed the sitting president of the United States of America while he's still president. And then people are like, okay, well, I might justify this, but now I can see how far it's gone. People think that you got a trial in the Sandy Hook case in Connecticut. That's why it's going to be overturned for sure, probably at the federal court, and that's ongoing. She, a month after the jury verdict on how much I owed, when she ordered them, he's guilty, he's a liar, he's a fraud, I found him guilty. She actually said this man is a liar. When she's the one openly lying, she went and did another judgment saying the jury would have ruled for this to get them even more money. 
And when the federal judge saw that, my lawyers in the court, he, 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 he never shows emotion. He said, excuse me, I want those documents right now. This is unprecedented. Can you speak to that? Well, now I just anticipate that like like Barnes turned up as an exhibit during that trial in Texas, the trial. I imagine this clip might be in there as well. Um, it was the default. Well, the default. Uh, what, what they are trying to do in your case, yes, it's the death sentence, even by Quebec standards. Look, I've never seen a case where the defendant was not just foreclosed from defending, but whereby the plaintiff didn't have to prove their case. People have to understand this as well. You could have an absentee defendant. The plaintiff still has to come in and prove their case in fact and in law. And in your case, in the, in the Sandy Hook, there were a number of legal issues, not the least of which was uh, statute of limitations. And it's not because there's even no defendant that the plaintiff doesn't have to prove their case. In the normal run of things, even if a defendant absconds, doesn't respond, doesn't appear, plaintiff still has to prove their case, which they didn't do in your case. They just presumed the guilt by verdict, a default verdict, and then ran with that. Analogizing this now to how they're going to Alex Jones, Donald Trump. In the New York um, fraud case where Letitia James is taking to Twitter daily with her updates, they're like, it's the most Orwellian thing you can imagine. These one to two minute videos where she's in an empty room looking off into the distance, talking about the evidence that they had used in court that, in court that date. Was it two and a half weeks ago now, three weeks ago? Judge Arthur Engeron issued a, a summary judgment on which means that there's no disputed fa- you know question of fact that the judge can say okay look i can issue a judgment on this on summary motion uh trump's uh guilt trump's fraud on at least one aspect of that case where he then went on to say the municipal evaluation or the 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 uh, county evaluation of the mar-a-lago property 18 to 27 million dollars when it's probably closer to a billion but set that aside and then we saw the, the headlines trump found guilty by judge Hundreds of them. The the Hill, the New York Times, Trump. And since when are we getting used to judge finds Trump guilty of fraud and move to take all his New York property and an appeals court, thank God, blocked it. But the appeals court should be admonishing this crazy judge. Remember what that judge said for anyone who hasn't seen the video clip. It's out there on Twitter. I mean, I I put it out there a couple of times. He said, I have tools to get around verdict uh, verdicts. It's called the judgment not with notwithstanding a verdict. Janov, I have tools including summary judgment. I just declare him guilty um, of fraud. And then the headlines run. Letitia James comes out and says, we've proven fraud already on summary judgment, summary motion. And then they move to liquidate assets as though he doesn't. You know, and have then any- she moves to bar him from criticizing their fraud because it can't stand <laughs> the smell test or sunlight. It's it's nuts. It's I don't Kafkaesque Orwellian. I'm 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 creating a new term, Vonnegutian. It's it's like it's like a Vonnegut novel as well. It's nuts, and they they they're they're weaponizing the the the, the judicial process and then criminalizing public critique of the weaponization. Can you imagine this? It's it's only after the fact that we discover in Roger Stone's case the jury four person had clear bias and might have actually lied on the jury questionnaire. Now they want to like. Prevent Trump, who's got the biggest bullhorn, from drawing attention to the outright corruption and partisan hackery going on with Judge Engeron and his clerks. And now they want to shut him up from criticizing Jack Smith in the D.C. court. I mean, they want to default judgment and then gag and then issue whatever ridiculous sanctions they want. And in pursuit of what? They want to reign over the ashes of the society that they burn to the ground. Uh, and I don't know what it takes for people to say, holy crap, as much as I think I hate Donald Trump. This is a bridge too far because once they're done with Trump, 
And once they can manufacture fraud out of whole cloth, they will come after each and every person who is politically disaligned or who they just don't like for personal grievances. It's it's thorough corruption to the core. Well, I like you even more now. I didn't know you're a Kurt Vonnegut fan. You know, I talked to him quite a bit on the phone. He sent me uh, art. I'm not, not bragging. It's just Kurt Vonnegut, my mother, the biggest Kurt Vonnegut fan ever. So when I was a teenager, I started reading his books. It was it was a little above my my uh, understanding of them, but I, I reread them later. What a smart guy. And, and you're right. This is like a grand falloon. This is just absurdity stacked on absurdity. And, and, and so you're, you're, you're a humble person, but, but Canadian law is similar. And, I, and I've heard Barnes on this, and I've, and I've talked to other lawyers on it, but what is the process when you have a weaponized judiciary running around foaming at the mouth? I mean, is it only the Supreme Court? And then I would add, where is Trump? I guess he has to file at appellate courts first and wait while that winds through. And, and then we've got the whole, that's a whole other subject, the timing of all of this going into the heat of the election. Well, okay, the, the appeals process, I mean, they got to work it through. Trump has said he's appealing the gag order coming out of D.C. And look, I'm, I'm humble. I might not look like a practicing attorney because I'm no longer practicing, but I ha- I've sworn in in 2007. I had a good, like, over decade of active litigation. And we actually had a file which was a cross-border file where a defendant in the United States was defaulted out of a verdict. Uh, Default, it couldn't couldn't even say a word in the courtroom. And then they try to take that judgment cross-border and enforce it in Canada, have it homologated and, and, you know, use it to seize assets in Canada. And we're like, even back then, like, this is insanity. There was no politics involved. It was just a judge who didn't like a defendant. Um, But there are rules of basic justice that you can't do this. And so where does it go? Trump's got to appeal it. And you've got to have a court system that is, on the one hand, not politically weaponized, that values what, you know, what was the respect of the institution itself and has the courage to say, okay, we're going to put our foot down as unpopular as it's going to be. But bear in mind, we're living in a world now where just by virtue of representing Donald Trump or yourself, for that matter, Lawyers face disbarment, sanctions, harassment, threats, and all of it. And so our judges... Oh, don't forget indictment. They've indicted a bunch of Trump lawyers. I mean, that's just the next level of it. Uh, Jenna Ellis. uh, Now, hold on. I don't want to forget all the rest because that wouldn't be fair. There's a bunch of them. A lot of them. There's a bunch. Uh, There's 1819. Indicting the lawyers for providing legal advice that they happen to disagree with. So what kind of judge is going to want to come in and say... Okay, I'm going to I'm going to deal with the mob. I I want them doxing me. I want them showing up on my front lawn protesting. I want even crazier. Well, that's it. That's it. The Republicans are afraid of the Democrats. And and so that's why the tail's wagging the dog here. I mean, we, we live under a terror. It is. Well, you saw what happened to Brett Kavanaugh and and somebody who just wants to talk in the middle of the night with a bunch of weaponry. And then, you know, it, it's when Trump tweets out criticism of, of ju- justices, it's interference with the judicial process. When people are protesting on the front lawns of Supreme Court justices while they're adjudicating on cases, well, that's just democracy. I mean, it's at this point, it's not hypocrisy. It's not hierarchy. It is lawlessness. Like people always say it's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. It's beyond that. It's lawlessness. It's that these rules are going to apply to you. If you're a January Sixer and you protest, you're going to jail for a decade plus. If you're an anti-pro-lifer uh, and you're protesting, well, you get a medal. If you're protesting Trump's inauguration, 
You get the charges dropped, and in some cases, you get paid off by the Department of Justice. Whereas if you do it for January 6th or you're a pro-Trumper, you're going to jail, your life is ruined, sanctions, bar complaints, and all of it. So what kind of judge is going to step in and put their foot down? Hopefully the Court of Appeal, but it's going to have to be the Supreme Court at some point sooner than later that does not duck and dodge like they did in 2020, but listens and sets the precedent that if you lose the judicial process and you lose respect in the system, you've lost America to some extent. I got to talk to some more constitutional lawyers and Supreme Court experts, but I've read, and again, I'm just shooting the moon here, but I, I, there's ways the Supreme Court can bypass when they see something happening and they can send a letter and then they can call for briefs and they can bypass the uh, uh, appellate courts if something's an emergency. And I, mean, I know that's in the law. We need to nail down the specifics of that. Aviva, stay right there. We'll be right back with you. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. He probably doesn't need any introduction to these stuff is everywhere. Viral. Viva Fry. Just search that. B-I-V-A-F-R-E-I. You can find his podcasts, his TV shows, uh, his writings, his work on Twitter at the Viva Fry, one word, and VivaBarnesLaw.Locals.com with the great Robert Barnes, one of my favorite people. He's another guy like Steve Bannon. It just has such wide spectrum, not just legal knowledge, but historical knowledge. So I'm, I'm a news hound, and I have a lot of historical knowledge, and I'm just always blown away by how much Barnes knows, because in many cases, he knows more than I do. And, 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 and Viva Fry is a smart guy as well. But there was this weird thing in Connecticut and in Texas, and we now know because they bragged about it, one of the biggest PR firms in the country that does the PR for the U.N., <clears throat> bragged after they got those uh, verdicts after the judge had found me guilty and the juries found me how guilty you're guilty until proven how guilty not guilty until proven innocent you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty it's not guilty until proven innocent it's now guilty until proven how guilty and they would just have financial experts that never saw our books jones has 400 million dollars so the jury would believe i had money uh and, and you and the judge would say you can't even testify in both states to that and then she gave us in connecticut 20 things we couldn't say or i'd be put in jail for six months and the national media would turn the feeds off. They, she'd nod, she'd look, all coordinated, PR firm, 
And then, and then, and then, and then, any media that said anything halfway nice, PR firm would be all over them, calling them, calling their businesses, calling their editors. And this is this was a military operation. And then she would say, "You're not to say you're innocent. You're not to say this." The, the judge in Texas said, "He is a liar. This man is a fraud." Mr. Jones, you just can't say things that aren't true. When I was saying things that were true, and it's been totally different in federal court. And, and I'm not they thinking that's going to be a cakewalk either. Just the way things are in this country, but. We opened up everything, and of course, none of what they said was true. All the federal filings are there. It's all been looked at by third-party groups. The judge put on the case to dig through everything, including my house. Huge asset searches. None of it was true. None of it was true. It was all lies. And people are like, well, that's terrible what they did to you. No, no. They didn't put all this energy and time to coordinating the judges and the PR firms and the media. And of course, if a judge is even talking to the other side behind the scenes, that you know, the whole trial is thrown out, either criminal or civil. They don't care. They don't care. It's come out the Justice Department's coordinating uh, the civil and criminal state operations against Trump. So they've gone to war, folks, against America, against due process, against everything, and it's not working. It's backfiring on them at every level. Uh, there was a big story I, I covered at the start. Trump is surging. He's 70% in the Republican field 20 points conservatively ahead of Biden. Uh, it's extremely transparent. So just as a, a Canadian and, and, and as a man, looking at this historically, like we're 50 years in the future in hindsight, where do you think this is going and, and how would you describe this time? Because I, it was almost comical, even though I was being put through it, because it was so surreal. They were so bad. They were lying so much, and it was so coordinated, I, I really kind of felt sorry for them because I knew I'm a good person, didn't do anything they said I did, and these were these villains all coordinating with this sense of superiority and supremacy and exhilaration of a mob of, quote, professionals organizing to crucify me when really they were crucifying themselves, and now with Trump, Every new indictment, he gains five points, 10 points more. He'll be at 80% soon. I mean, I get nothing but love now. I just get a lot of hate. So the worm has turned, and they're just going to double down. And I see this as the unstoppable force collides with the immovable object. Well, let me remind, I'll refresh your memory. I don't think you need to be reminded. They, they didn't just say that you couldn't even say that you were innocent. This is the judge in Texas. I forget her name now. They said you you were you were prevented from even advising the court that you had already apologized to everybody involved in that multiple times before they sued only, me before they sued me. Yeah, no, no oh, they, they were saying they, that they, he, she let the lady it, it, the lady in Texas for five minutes attack me while I sat there and couldn't respond, saying why won't you answer? Why won't you answer? You can't answer. Keep going, saying you that I attacked them that day and said their son didn't die when I said the opposite. Alex, it was, I'm sorry to interrupt. It, it's just it's it's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. It was a setup to get you in a position where you would say something that the judge had told you you could not say, which was I just took notes. Proclaim your innocence as though you're not allowed doing that, even after found guilty, and uh, tell everybody that you had apologized repeatedly before the lawsuit. Not allowed to say that. Um, but where do I see this going? <sighs> I, you know, it depends on who, which side wins. I, I, I like to pretend that in a decade, in two decades, when I'm an old man, we'll look back and say, yeah, remember that time when the world went bat poop crazy over COVID and we were, you know, ratting on our neighbors and we were talking about discriminating against people based on their medical status. Oh, yeah, we, you know, we, we got a little panicked back then. 
But, you know, the the victors write the history, so it depends on who the victors are going to be and what's going to be written. Uh, But, you know, it's turning and and, and they come up with these indictments and more people support Trump and more people who would never have otherwise supported him come out in support of him. I can think of, you know, Joe Rogan is sort of he's got to walk a line, but people who are now critical of the Biden administration who would never have been critical before. Yeah, the, the tide is turning to some extent, but. My goodness, at some point, you do so much damage. I don't know how many generations it takes to right the wrong to remedy the damage. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But how do I see it being written? Holy crap. Uh, we thought it was bad back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. We thought Operation Mockingbird was bad. Well, we got to a point where the media did it, and they didn't even have to be infiltrated because they were doing it with the righteousness of their own you know, sense of, 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 of uh, virtue when having done it. But We'll see. This next election, I know they say this every time, every election is the most important election, but if they get away with it now, you no longer have a country, you no longer have a democracy, and you no longer have a functional judicial system. You're absolutely right. And as what's crazy about modern liberals is I was never a Republican or a Democrat until Trump came along. I like more Republican ideas, but I didn't like the blue blood, country club, pro-war, neocons. So I liked a lot of what liberals stood for free speech and, you know, for clean food and, 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 and medical freedom. It was always liberals that knew vaccines had a lot of dangers. Statistically, they were the ones not, you know, giving their kids shots. And now a modern liberal loves war. Sean Penn says we can have a nuclear war. Why, are we, why don't we just nuke Russia? And they're just establishment sycophants now foaming at the mouth of whatever big tech and mainstream media tells them. I, I don't even like political labels. I, it's like a brainwashed lunatic cult, an exterminist, nihilistic World War III cult. Uh, how would you describe the corporate handmaiden left today? I, I mean, just a, uh, I don't have words to describe what they've become. Well, I'm, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. This was Mark Grobert. He's with Eric Hunley on America's Untold Stories. He planted the idea in my head. This this is like modern day MKUltra. And if anybody doesn't know what MKUltra is, I mean, everybody watching you is going to know. This is a modern day mass brainwashing scheme. And it sounds crazy to say, but nothing else can explain it. Nothing else can explain what was done to the general population in 2015, 2016. You had media, politicians, security, everybody whipping the public into a frenzy that if Trump gets elected, it's going to be the end of the world. World War III, he's going to be an authoritarian, you know, an authoritarian that gets yeeted from social media platforms. They whipped up the public into such a frenzy that they cannot get out of the fact that they were duped into believing that rubbish in the first place. Fast forward seven years later, we're on the verge of World War III. Uh, the, the world has gone to absolute hell under Biden. And they're so some of them are still so stuck in this that they can't even get out of it. They have to find a way to blame Trump. I describe it as a, as a mass brainwash. Call it mass formation psychosis and MKUltra type uh, brainwashing. That's how I see it. Because that's the only thing that makes sense. And you've gotten liberals who were free speech, clean food, anti-big government, anti-big business, anti-war. And they are now literally the ones posting pics of them seven, eight times jabbed, wear your face mask, censor your adversaries. I love Big Brother. And they've gotten the left whipped up now to the point where they're actually defending big banks in the Donald Trump indictment. Because remember. Leticia James, this whole fraud rubbish coming out of New York, the idea is that Trump overvalued his assets to get favorable loans, more favorable loans on 
loans from banks, the Deutsche Bank, you know, the one that had the, the Epstein sex trafficking connection. Let's set that aside for a second. Leticia James is saying he never would have gotten such beneficial terms from the bank had he not overstated the value of his assets. Now you got liberals saying, well, the banks didn't make enough money on the interest. They would have charged him four and a half percent, not four percent if he had evaluated his assets properly. They've gotten liberals to flip reverse, ignore, desecrate. I I was going to say defecate. I don't want to be crass. No, that's right. They've basically gotten liberals to inverse (laughs) their previous identity. Well, absolutely. And now I'm wondering if in in 20 years time, are they going to rewrite history and say, oh, those weren't liberals. Those were conservatives because that's when the parties flipped. They've gotten liberals to desecrate their most core principles in pursuit of the two minutes of hatred that they have been brainwashed into believing they need to keep going. And like Mark Twain says, it's easier to fool people than it is to convince them they've been fooled. A lot of people, I think, are starting to realize the degree to which they have been fooled into taking these jabs and, you know, present company included. But um, my goodness, it's still a question of ego. They have to admit that they were ignorant enough, naive enough to have been fooled in the first place. And that takes a little bit of suppressing of the ego and uh, humility to say, yep, they got me then. They got me multiple times, but they're not going to get me again in the future. My dad always told me, and he's still alive, great guy. He just always said, you got to be humble you, you, when you're when you're not, when you're prideful, when you're, and that, that's natural when you're young and, and when you're really strong. And, and it, it works great for picking up a lot of women. But at the end of the day, you're not even really alive. Because I've, I've been, I've been, a, you know, when I was younger, arrogant and, and, and super confident. It also got me in a lot of fights. But in, getting older, the best thing is being humble now. And knowing that I do not know anything, as uh, as Aristotle said, and then I see these people that think they know everything, including the power structure leading us into deepening World War Three. We're in World War Three, most analysts agree. But will it become nuclear? And, and and we just see this historic collapse we're in. At every- you know, there's flaws to every system. Thomas Sowell, you know, there's no right answers. There's just trade offs. So the two party system has its big flaws. So too does the eight-party system. You know, in Canada, you've got the conservatives on the right, and then you've got the liberals on the left. And then you've got a bunch of other parties, NDP, Green Party. In Canada, we actually have a Marxist party. And so the problem is Justin Trudeau has been elected uh, three times now since 2015, 2015, 2019, 2021, with like a minority of a minority. I think he get like, what, 23% of the total vote. But he's been propped up and remains in power because the other party that's on the left, further left than the liberals, if you can believe it, the NDP, have been propping him up instead of declaring what we call a vote of no confidence. Say Nobody likes the government. Go back to an election and see what the people say. So we've got our own problems up in Canada in terms of that system as well. Now, I forget the first half of the question that you were saying. Oh, no, Trudeau. Saying the things that are diametrically opposite to what he's doing. He comes out, talks about loving the basic dictatorship of China because it can turn the economy, you know, on a dime. It can it can basically tell everybody what to do with the snap of the fingers. And it can also put three million Uyghurs in death camps, and it can also lock everybody down and have robots control you. Oh, and it can have social credit scores where you'll get your bank accounts frozen if you have wrong thing, which the, which Trudeau was the only reason he invoked the Emergencies Act during the trucker protest was to try test out that political tool and see what the public's response to it would be and lo and behold hey canada you'll 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 live in the hell that you inherit when you sanction in the in the sense of tolerate this type of conduct and by the way there's this thing that goes on with people in general and 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 not our listeners they're smart i mean that but 
I hear this thing my whole life. I don't care if the stock market crashes. I'm not in it. Or I don't care what's happening in New Zealand. Or I don't care what's happening in China. Or I don't care what's happening in, in, in Nigeria. The whole world's interconnected more than ever. But when you've got the WEF bragging, we penetrates the cabinets. And Trudeau is, according to Schwab and, and, and also uh, the uh, prime minister they just threw out. Uh, uh, yeah, Jacinda, Jacinda Ardern. Ardern. When you've got his deputy prime minister up there literally being the deputy head of the WEF on the board, this is a global corporate kleptocracy cult. So he's their model. So it's like if Martians attacked Paris and blew up Paris, we'd all get where next. But we have to have empathy. But the fact is that Canada's literally becoming like a baby North Korea. They're banning, transferring guns, buying guns. I mean, folks, this is a big deal. And this is happening in our blue cities everywhere. We have many Trudeaus. So what's happening in Australia, what's happening in Germany with all this tyranny, what's happening in the UK, what's happening in Canada affects us, folks. We've got the same enemy. And I want people to get it. I always get these emails. I'm like, I see Canadians. Why do you care about us? We love you too. Why? I'm like, well, I'm self-preservation. My same enemy is taking your country over. And if they successfully get this done, they're going to do it here. I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's not that I'm some saint. It's empathy. Well, Alex, it's it's. I mean, you say self-preservation. It's just foresight that that you know, like the most naive juvenile would have is it's not just that it's to the north and it can trickle down it's a litmus test when you get away with freezing bank accounts for political wrong think you think that i don't know gavin newsom won't do that you think that joe biden won't do that you think that other people will the say the uk and oh, eu are announcing if oh, you say something they don't like they're going to take your bank it's globally run exactly n- canada's just getting hit with some of the biggest missiles first well, they, they debanked Nigel Farage in, in the UK. Alex, it, it, it's not that it comes for everybody, but it will. And when it, it sounds conspiratorial, like when I was a kid, it was the NWO, the New World Order. It was a great band from the 80s. Now we just understand it's a globalist uh, ring of unelected officials who have impact policies on national on national law. National it's BlackRock. It's BlackRock. You, you, you have when you said like, we have penetrated the cabinets. Everybody watching now, I presume, has seen that clip. Klaus Schwab bragging about how he has penetrated the cabinet, more than 50% of, of Trudeau's cabinet down in Argentina. And he's got young global leaders, which are like, you know, globally influenced national leaders. I, I've always said, and I said this for a long time, Trudeau's playing for a future that is not in Canadian politics. It's on the WEF, the WHO. Exactly. Uh, he doesn't landscape. care how unpopular he is because just like Jacinda Ardern's got removed, she's now the global head of censorship for the WEF <laughs> that the UN signed a treaty with last year to have them give the UN orders. I mean, this is incredible. It, it, people sometimes overreact about some things and then sometimes just ignore the rest. What happens in Canada is important. A, when we're, tra- when we're training Chinese soldiers uh, for wintertime combat on Canadian soil, that should be an immediate concern to the United States, unless they too, under the current administration, are equally beholden to foreign governments with um, what's the word with uh, differing interests from our. By the way, it was your own military had to leak, made top generals. This was happening, and 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 it's like, well, we're just training tens of thousands of Chinese troops, and the public was seeing them freaking out, blocking roads, and then he's saying, "I want a dictatorship like Xi Jinping." I mean, put two and two together, folks. Oh, and, then, and then when they get caught, they say, we're not doing it anymore. Oh, okay, thanks. No harm, no foul. Good luck. But you have Justin Trudeau, you know, the basic dictatorship admiration for China. He comes out and then criticizes Putin for being an autocrat while he literally not just freezes bank accounts for political speech, 
physically assaults veterans who are protesting in Ottawa. And, and I've, I've been saying this for a while also, like the global destabilization, the global deterrent of bad actors to act badly uh, dissipates when you no longer have the moral authority to lecture anybody. Canada well, never well, that's had, where I was going a- next. Big picture. Nobody's buying the stand out in Israel. 90% major polls in Israel blame Netanyahu. Uh, they're not buying it. Uh, people are not buying the Ukraine war. People aren't buying anything the power structure is doing. The whole BlackRock, Global, Harvard mafia is being identified as the enemy. What do they do next? Well, I, I don't know. The, the, the situation in Israel, other than being horrific, uh, deeply, I mean, I, deeply disturbing is an understatement. Like, I haven't been sleeping properly since. And, and not because I have some more sympathy for one group than another. I have, it, it's horrifying what happened in Israel. And like I've been discussing, you know, with Barnes and on my channel, I don't think the response is going to do anything other than exacerbate the problem. And it begs the the question, you know, in order to determine your response, you have to understand what went wrong in the first place. And it seems that we've bypassed that question entirely just to go into a response that will only further confirm a lot of theories that a lot of people had as to, um, you know, th- that might support some very deeply sinister uh, conspiracy well, theories. Here's the bottom how- line. China and Iran are two of the oldest cultures on earth. They have set this up. We're walking into a trap. And yet Yahoo opened the gate because he thought it would make you more popular. It's backfired. Uh, and now Israel realizes they're surrounded. And if Iran starts launching its tens of thousands of missiles, Israel's going to nuke Iran. Most analysts believe then Pakistan and India are going to go at each other. And then it's the end of the world, buddy. I, I, I'm not I'm not there yet in terms of that because I still think there is some basic sense to humans that they won't do something that is you know, the mutually assured destruction that we knew about during the uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis. But just, you know... It, no, no, I response- agree with you that it isn't a probability, but now it's a possibility. It shouldn't even be a possibility. It's definitely more of a possibility now than it had ever been in my lifetime. Um, you know, and I say, like, these cycles of the violence in the Middle East, I, I remember the first, the second intifada. I remember... I remember thinking how I thought then back in a day where I still believed that there were weapons of mass destruction and the invasion of Iraq was justified. And my goodness, uh, that was a, a, a red pill moment when I realized, holy crap, they lied about uh, COVID. They're not being entirely forthright about Ukraine. They lied about uh, uh, the Russian Russia gate. They lied about Trump being a, an asset. They lied about the WMDs. And now I have to just go back and say they probably lied about everything I ever took for granted. But we're closer now in my life than we've ever been. And you look at Israel's response, and my initial reaction was, how the hell could this have ever happened in the first place? And it's not to be like the Monday morning quarterback, oh, I would have done this. You know that you're living next to an existential enemy to some extent. Five attack helicopters would have taken out that group. There was a stand down. It's it's like, and then people say, well, they're relying too much on the Iron Dome. That's for missiles. They've got a fence system that can detect a squirrel. Uh, Oh, but that's for the ground. So there was that middle section where they could just come paragliding in. Uh, oh, th- then I say, okay, even if I grant you that, and I'm very reluctant to grant you that weakness, that would explain the breach. That wouldn't explain the four to 12 hours of wanton, orgiastic slaughter in the streets. And I don't think anybody should watch these videos, um, but I don't think you can understand what happened until you do. Four to 12 hours without any meaningful response. All right, so it was a surprise attack. That's to say that Israel's response to a surprise attack. There were helicopters by- 10 minutes away, jets 10 minutes away. And then now it's confirmed in Israeli news because they have body cams of this, uh, hidden cameras. 
Mossad bases got overrun and the guys hid under the bed, but it turned out there was a fraction of the normal force there. They just kind of left the janitors there. So they well, and, and is that because of what we saw three weeks ago on a 60 Minutes interview where they said, look, there's so much civil turmoil in Israel right now. There's what they called an internal civil war. Reservists were not showing up for work. Mossad said this might be a risk. And then lo and behold, I mean, before you can determine your response, you have to determine what happened and, you know, uh, where the weaknesses Fry, were. Do, do, do five more minutes. I know you got to go. We got a two minute break. I, I, I want to hear your advice for Trump because I'm not tooting our horn. Uh, but I, I can tell you the Trump administration listens very, very closely, and the, their chief strategists do. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I've been on some secret missions last week, and I'm not going to get to those till later. <laughs> but it's going to be big news when it breaks. Uh, but the White House, the real White House, uh, mar lago is listening, and they actually really care what we have to say. Uh, so they want to hear my views on what Trump should do, and they want to hear your view. So stay with us. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself of the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now.